Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. Today I'm going to be talking about how when we focus on joy and honoring our inner child and finding the joyful things in life, our experiences with lack disappear. What we're doing is shifting our perspective, and I'm going to talk to you today about how to do that, why it's so important, and how this is going to help you in your life, especially if you've been experiencing lack in any of the areas of your life. I want to welcome you to another episode. If you are new, if you are returning, welcome back. So this is a really interesting topic because I talk about this a lot, that we're literally fighting our biology sometimes as we go through life to try not to be negative, to try to see the joy in things because our brain tends to want to only be negative and want to focus on the negative. But it is so important to really be mindful and to slow down and pay attention to the thoughts that we are creating because we really are creating our reality. And I'm going to talk to you today about my own experiences with this and how it has really affected my life in major ways. Now, most of the time, I'm pretty good about minding my mind, but just like anybody else, I get busy. There are times when I'm teaching full-time during the day, I have podcast interviews to do at night, I have clients that I'm seeing, and I don't even know when to find time to breathe. And that's not really healthy, but when you're building a business, sometimes it is that way. We do need to find time for balance and to relax and recharge. But sometimes in my life, it just gets that way. And usually I do it to myself. I tend to overbook myself and I'm learning how to be better about that, to put myself first. But when that happens and I start getting really, really busy and backed up, then what happens is that I tend to not be as mindful about what I'm focusing on, what I'm thinking about. And I sort of feel dread because I know I'm going to dread getting out of bed in the morning because I know my day is already completely filled up. That's what happens to me. And that dread kind of becomes this vicious cycle of, I've got this to do, I've got this to do, I've got this to do, I just want this to be over with. And I stop paying attention to where my thoughts are going. And then I start focusing on the negative. And that's happened to me a lot in my life. And I've gotten better about recognizing when that starts to happen, I need to take a break and I need to refocus and return my thoughts to where they should be. So maybe you can identify with me. Maybe you're a busy single mom or maybe you have a career out there. Maybe you're a busy single dad. Maybe you're out there just really trying to get your business going or maybe maybe you just have a lot going on. Who knows? We all have different stories. But you can identify with the fact that life comes at you full force and you jump in and you try to tackle your chores, get things done. And then before you know it, you're on autopilot and you're just going a million miles an hour and you sort of let the mindfulness stuff go to the backseat. The problem with that is it's really easy to quickly get into this negative spiral of thinking. We all do it. Again, your brain tends to focus on the negative. So what happens is we start to see all the little things that irritate us in our lives. How many of you are guilty of this? I know I am. When we just went on this vacation a few weeks ago, this was an example for me. This was supposed to be a really relaxing vacation, a getaway with the family. I had been looking forward to it for a really long time. But leading up to the vacation, I was overbooked with things, trying to catch up on my readings, 
getting my podcasts all caught up so that there would be new episodes while I was gone, doing my social media posting, all of that. So I was really, really busy the days leading up to the vacation. And it was, uh, you know, I was overwhelmed. So I went into autopilot mode, right? I had to get all of this stuff done. I had to pack. I had to make sure we all had our passports. I had to fill out all this paperwork online. We had to do all these COVID restriction paperwork things online. It was crazy. So we get to the airport and all of these little things started to happen that were kind of annoying me, right? We get to the airport. We were in two different reservations the way that the travel agent booked it. And my mom had paperwork because she was going to be in a wheelchair to get through security and get to get have priority seating on the plane because she had this wheelchair and she wasn't able to stand. So they wouldn't let us all go through together because we were in two separate reservations and I guess it went by the airline ticket confirmation number. I don't know. Anyway, they took her through. And it was no big deal when we were in St. Louis because we were on time. But they took her through, and then the person at security made her stand up, and she had a hard time doing that. And then she has a port in her chest where they would ent- like put the chemo and all of that. And she has to keep it there for a year just in case she would need chemo again. And the lady, the security lady who was doing the search, like, didn't know what it was, I guess, and grabbed it. And it's wires and everything underneath. And so I think it embarrassed my mom. And I think it all it also was painful because she grabbed and pulled on it. And when we got through security, you know, she was, we were all separate. They went through a different line, she and my brother, and then we all met up. And she was crying. And we were like, what's going on? Why is she crying? And uh, she told us, you know, the lady pulled the the port. We we're like, oh my gosh, really? You know, like have common sense. She told her it was there. Anyway, so that started it. And we get to Mexico and we're at the airport because we have two different reservations. Half of us had travel. We had transportation to the resort and half of us did not. So they were trying to figure, they wouldn't take anyone there until they figured this out. So we sat for two hours. My mom sat for two hours in the heat in her wheelchair while they were trying to figure this out. It was hot, humid, you know, we're in Mexico. Finally, they figured it out and they took us. Um, And it was, I think, I don't know if it was the fault of the travel agent or what, but it was a pain to get that straightened out. We get to the resort and the rooms are wrong. So we can't, you know, at that point... You've been on a plane for three hours. You've been at the airport for two hours. You just want to go freshen up and, and go eat because none of us had eaten since breakfast that morning. So we were all pretty frustrated that we couldn't, like we got to our rooms and they were wrong and we had to get that straightened out too. So we couldn't unpack or do anything or get changed. My point in telling you the story is it started there and things probably could have shifted really easily except I did not try to focus on the positive and the good the whole time. I just kept focusing on the negative because I was irritated. I spent a lot of money. It was two years worth of vacation money because we didn't go anywhere last year for them to get to take this vacation. And I thought this was going to be such an amazing thing because their dad, you know, had passed away and they graduated and this was going to be my mom feeling better. This was going to be our celebration trip. 
and everything just kept going wrong and going wrong. And normally I am so good about catching that and going, oh yeah, we got to shift this energy. And, but I, I didn't. I didn't do that at all. I just kept focusing on the bad and kept focusing on the bad. And the problem is what you focus on grows. And so I was attracting more of that energy just in, more of it in and more of it in. And the thing is, I read something the other day that says sometimes the healer needs healing. And it dawned on me like, oh, I keep doing all of this work for everyone else that sometimes I forget about myself. And I know there are a lot of you out there who are the same way. Maybe your moms, maybe your dads, maybe you are business owners and you're doing everything for everyone except for you. So you get into this, I call it like a rat race. You get into it where you just get up, you go out to work. You come home, run kids to practice, make dinner, do this, do that. And it's like the same thing over and over again. We get into this cycle where there's not a lot of excitement happening in life because we feel like we're just on repeat. You know, wash, rinse, repeat, just over and over and over again. And life, when you are doing that, when you get into that cycle, life can become very dull, unfulfilling, boring, and there's just not a lot happening. But the good news is you can totally get out of that cycle and you have the power to do it. It's absolutely in your hands. The very first thing you need to do is to focus on your attitude. What are you choosing to think about your life and your situation? Are you saying to yourself, oh, I have to get up and I have to go to work and I have to do this job and I have to come home and I have to go to practice and I have to cook dinner? I mean, even you listening to me tell you that just now drains your energy, right? It's depressing. It's like, oh, I don't want to do that. But there are things that we can do to shift that and to change that. And a lot of it has to do with how we choose to see our situation. And I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of saying, I don't want to have to do this. Well, the news is you don't have to do anything. You don't. Everything's a choice. So if you want your life to be different, if you want to wake up tomorrow and feel different, you've got to change the way that you think about things. Instead of approaching it from the point of view of, I have to get up, approach it from, I get to get up and go to a job because there are a lot of people out there searching desperately for jobs right now. Instead of saying, I have to take my kids, I get to take my kids because there are people out there desperately wanting to have kids to take to practice. Instead of saying, I have to pay the bills, I understand that I'm fortunate that I have enough to pay the bills and that I have things I can pay for because there are a lot of people who don't have a home to pay for, who don't have bills, who don't have electricity, who don't have running water. We really have to start shifting the way that we think about things because when you focus on the lack and you have this attitude of complaining you're establishing a vibrational point of attraction and it's only going to give you access to more thoughts of complaints. You're attracting more of those thoughts. Like attracts like. So the more you complain, the more you complain. It sounds dumb, but it's true. And that's why it's so important to also watch who you're around and what you're feeding your attention to. 
Think about your social media. Sometimes it's downright draining to watch other people and what they post on social media. And there are people that I have to just unfollow or I just have to snooze or whatever you do so that their stuff isn't dragging me down. When the reason you get on social media is to complain, hello, you've just sent out a whole ripple of negativity into the world. That's all you've done. But if you get on social media to post something informational, enlightening, positive, now you're sending that out into the world. And yeah, people are going to complain. It happens. You don't have to completely unfollow somebody because they complain once on social media. It's not what I'm saying. But I'm sure that if I say, think about people who complain, there would be someone in your feed or like, oh my gosh, that person is constantly complaining. They're never happy. They're a real Debbie Downer. We know who those people are. And it's important for you to really protect your energy because it's valuable. It's so valuable. But you have the ability to deliberately tell a new story about what's going on in your life. And I've seen this too. There were days when I used to go to work and I would say, oh, it's only Monday. I've got four more days till Friday. And I would, you know, post that joke like, oh, I'm just a girl standing here in front of a Tuesday asking it to be a Friday. Just complaining nonstop about work. I'm guilty of that. But I've also noticed that when I shift my attitude and I shift my words, things change. I think about it this way. My attitude at the beginning of a school year is so much different than my attitude in the middle of the school year. In the beginning, I'm so full of optimism and hope and I just know I'm going to have these awesome kids and everything's going to go great because I have these awesome lesson plan ideas. And then about the middle of the year, that teacher tired kicks in and I'm fatigued and I'm like, oh, I don't think I can do this anymore. Have any more years until I can retire? It's a tired you cannot even describe. But if I don't keep my attitude in check, I would want to quit right then and there. I have to do a lot of that soul searching and ask myself, why are you here? You're here because you want to inspire kids. You want to teach them. You want to make things meaningful for them. You want them to have a positive experience. And I have to keep myself in check with that because it could be really easy to continue to go back to that. Oh my gosh, it's only Monday. We all feel that way sometimes. But if you're more positive, what I've noticed is the more positive I am and the more positive interactions I have with my kids, it's like a ripple effect. The more they are too. Your energy is contagious. So if you're toxic, people around you are going to pick up on that and their energy is going to go down. If you're positive, people are going to pick up on that and their energy is going to go up. Think about it. Think about the people you hang around. This was the First piece of advice they give you when you're in teacher training is don't go into the teacher's lounge. And I remember I was like, why would they say that? And then they elaborated, don't go into the teacher's lounge because it's full of people complaining because you'll be around veteran teachers who are like, oh, I hate this job. And, you know, they want to make fun of you for being a, a newbie who comes in with so much hope and inspiration and they just knock you down. But it's true. 
it's true with the people that I've worked with, the ones that I've had really great relationships always brought me up. They encouraged me. And the ones that I could not stand to be around and didn't like working with had very negative energy. It rubs off on you. And same thing when you're watching social media. The political stuff that's out there, it's just all over the place. And I stay up on politics because I want to be educated enough when I go to vote. But sometimes I have to take a break because I don't want the negativity. Like it's become just a war zone of people. You don't like who I like, then we're enemies. Where do we get to this idea? That's just ridiculous. You can have different opinions. We don't have to just have an all-out war because your opinion differs from mine. But the truth is that when you provide yourself with a new point of attraction about your present, about the past, about the future, just making the effort to look at things from a different perspective is going to set up a new vibrational tone that's going to begin attracting immediately the attention of thoughts, of people, and of circumstances that are going to be more pleasing to you. And it seems so simple. Like, oh, yeah, it cannot be that, that easy. It is. And if you really want to experiment with this, just try shifting your thoughts for an entire day and see what happens. So rather than complaining about everything, focus on the positive aspects of your day. Because it can be really easy just to sit there and feel sorry for yourself and to be the victim. And you know what? Maybe you have had a lot happen to you and maybe you do deserve to feel sorry for yourself. And I get that too. But if I sat there and felt sorry for myself because of everything that's ever happened to me in my life, I would never have survived past my teen years. I would be a miserable, horrible, awful person so bitter. And that's not good for anyone. It's not helping me. Being angry and mean about anything is not going to make the situation better at all. It's just going to attract more things for you to be angry and mean and bitter about. There's no point in doing that. Don't do that to yourself. If you want more and better for yourself, start focusing on what you really want to attract into your existence. Because when we focus our thoughts on that, that's what we attract in. But I get it. It's a difficult thing because you've been conditioned to do this your whole life. And changing doesn't happen overnight. It takes practice. They're called habits for a reason. It's something that you continuously do over time until you can do it without thinking about it. And right now, you've continuously had negative thoughts over time until you don't even think about it. They just come to you. So you have to get into the habit of breaking the cycle of negative thoughts until having positive thoughts and focusing on the things that are going right in your life becomes so natural to you that you do it all of the time. And I'm not talking about toxic positivity. I'm not sitting there saying that when the world falls on your head, you're like, this is beautiful. I love it. No, obviously when bad things happen, you have to feel it. You have to realize it's happening. 
but you can also... I want to take a moment to thank today's sponsors of this episode, Honey Badger, Honey Badger Nutrition. This company provides workout supplements, and these workout supplements are vegan, they are keto and paleo friendly, and they offer everything from energy enhancement to hydration, even collagen. And those of you who know me know that I take collagen every day because it helps to support healthy skin and nails. So go check out Honey Badger. Their products are delicious. I personally tried the hydration. It is really, really good and it works really well. Keeps you from getting cramps after working out. Or if you want to really step up your workout game and have some energy before you go and work out, you can also take their energy performance uh, supplement. So go and check out Honey Badger. And if you click on the link that's in the show notes, you can take 20% off your next order. Also choose how long you're going to stay in that state. You really can. And you might be out there going, no, I can't. You can I promise you, it's a choice. It's one thought away. It doesn't mean that you're never going to have bad thoughts or that you're always going to feel amazing. It's not what it means. You'll have bad days. Everybody does. It's what you do when you have that bad day that defines it. Because you can stay in the sadness and, and the anger and in the confusion or whatever it's you're feeling. You can stay in that. You're right. You're choosing to. But I have never known days of feeling angry or sad or confused. I've never known that helped me to become better. Never. What I have known is when I've decided that I'm going to work through what I'm feeling and I'm going to start seeing things in a different way, that does help me. It helps me to grow, it helps me to learn, and it helps me to shift how I'm feeling. So instead of sitting there looking and feeling like an Eeyore with my tail falling off and a rain cloud over my head, I can instead focus on all the ways that I feel good and all of the ways that I really am blessed and all the things that I do have. It doesn't mean that I think nothing bad's ever going to happen to me again. I know it will. And I know I'll be tested. It's the determination and the courage that you have to change your situation. And a lot of people feel this way when it comes to money. They feel lack. And they're terrified when it comes to money. Because all they've ever known is lack. And all they've ever known is a shortage of money. But the truth is that you can change that. Money somehow has told you to produce a negative emotion. And so that's all you've ever known. But when you learn how to shift that and to see yourself as being open to whatever the universe wants to bring you, that money money isn't everything you need, but when you have it, you feel better. And when you have it, you can do more. So focus on the feelings you get and that you have when you have more money instead of focusing on the lack of it. I was listening to someone the other day, and I don't even remember who it was, but she was talking about how when we don't have money, that produces a strong emotion. 
And that emotion and that energy is actually stronger than the feelings we have when we do have money. And that's the reason why so many of us experience lack, because those feelings that we're associating with lack and not having enough produce a much stronger energy than the energy of having it. And so what we have to do is to reteach ourselves, unlearn that lack and the feeling of lack, and instead teach ourselves to feel abundant, to feel like money can come in at any time because they can. Think about how you would feel if you just woke up tomorrow and money was never an issue for you again. You would be relieved, right? How much pressure would that take off of you? A lot. But it can really be like that once you realize that we're the ones associating this negative energy with money. Money is just energy. It's not positive or negative. We make it what we make it. And we can assign and associate positive things with money and only positive things with money. It's all about how we choose to see things and making that little shift in your perspective. It's going to make a huge difference. And I challenge you to try it. Just try it. Pay attention to what you're thinking today and choose to shift one thing in your life. Whatever it is, whether it's, you know, I got to go to work, shifting it to, I'm so excited to go to work. And that's going to sound weird. You're going to say, whatever. Try it. Just try it. It's not going to cost you anything. But you may discover a huge difference. And I challenge you to try that. And I hope you do see that. And if you are so stuck in this negative mindset, the negative thinking, and you really need help getting out, and we do. Some of us do need help getting out of it. Consider working with me. I use a lot of different tools to help people get rid of these negative beliefs. I use tapping, EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique, hypnotherapy. I also use meditations, even Reiki. There's a lot of different things we can do to help you shift out of those negative and believe me, they've been long ago programmed beliefs and stories that you've told yourself about your wealth, your health, your love life, all of that. They're just stories we've told ourselves that aren't true and we have to unlearn before we can learn the new and start inviting all of these amazing things into our lives. So if you are at the point that you are just sick and tired of being sick and tired, reach out to me. We can schedule a free discovery call. You can let me know what it is you want to work on and I can tell you exactly how I can help you. And if we feel like we're a good fit energetically, you can start working with me and I can help you start living your absolute best life. Don't wait and sit there and suffer anymore. You deserve to be happy. You did not come here to be broke. You did not come here to be sick, to feel unloved and unworthy. You did not to be unfulfilled and unhappy. It's your birthright to be happy, to be fulfilled, to be wealthy, to be healthy, and to be loved, deeply loved. And I'm here to remind you of who you are. All right, guys. So to book a free discovery call, just go to my website, melissaoatman.com. Uh, when you go, it'll take you to my acuity scheduler, and all of those times are in the central time zone. It's just a 15-minute call with me, and we can figure out how I can best serve you. 
All right, I wanted to pull two cards for you today, and I dusted off my Super Attractor deck by Gabrielle Bernstein. I haven't used this in a while, but it spoke to me today. So I pulled two cards for you. The first one is, my greatest spiritual shifts don't come through force, they come through freedom. And what that means is, we do not need to force all of these changes and all these things to happen. All we have to do is allow when we allow the universe to bring us what we deserve, amazing things can happen. And it doesn't have to be forced. It's a matter of changing our perception and just allowing things to come in. The second card that came out is when I make joy a priority, brilliant ideas will come naturally, support will surround me, and movements will form. Exactly. When you focus on the joy in your life, do things that make you happy. Do things in life that make you happy. A lot of things will happen for you. You'll get brilliant ideas. This helps tap into your creativity. You will be surrounded with support. You will be amazed at what comes in when you just allow yourself to feel joy. All right, guys, I hope that you are feeling so much joy in your life. If not, don't wait and stay stuck. Get some help and start shifting out of this. You deserve to be so happy. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central where I do a free card reading on Facebook. If you show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. Also, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. You can leave me some stars on iTunes or from wherever you're listening. And if you share it with someone, that helps me in my mission, and I really appreciate those who've done that. Also, do not forget that you can work with me. Go to melissaoatman.com. You can see all the services I offer. You can purchase from the website and then schedule me. Schedule me. You can reach out to me to schedule it. Uh, and you can schedule me. We can book your session so that you get the time that works best for you. All right, guys. I hope you're having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.